In studio with us, we have Dr. Elisa Starbuck. She's the president of Brenner Children's Hospital and VP of Women's and Children's Health Services at Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center. There's some new offerings at Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center we're going to be talking about to help expecting moms or parents with kids. And maybe if you're just starting out, you will need to know about this. Eventually, as you progress, the new birth center and the new mother's nursing nook. There's a lot going on new at Baptist Hospital. Yes, there is. And thanks so much for having me in this morning. I'm just delighted to be here and share some of the excitement that we have internally with the community. Well, uh, first off, let's talk about you and your role. This is some like big stuff. Brenner Children's Hospital, of course, uh, Women's and Children's Health. Uh, but you're a local gal. Yes, I am. I love yes, that. I am. Um, I've, I've been in the area my entire career, except for some little time away with a couple of degrees. Had to get a little of those <laughs> along the way. But have always been pretty much at Wake Forest Baptist Health in some role or another, and primarily always with children, and then later in my career with the women's services. So um, I date back to being born at Wake Forest Baptist, which was the Baptist at (laughs) that time. Um, And when I'm an only child, which is kind of an interesting experience, my parents do remember most everything at this point still, so... My mother talks about her experience of being in labor, and uh, then she doesn't remember me being born. And my father talks about it was days. I don't think it was probably days, but it was several hours. He was in the waiting room until they were reunited. So when I think about that experience and how far we've evolved into doing a different type of experience for families, when we thought about this birth center, we really wanted to do it with families and patients in mind. Uh, So this has been my passion for my entire career. Um, I was a clinician by background in the NICU and a nurse practitioner, uh, which really has has fed into my clinical knowledge and then later into my administrative transition. So to be able to be the leader for this project is is really a dream come true. And just talking with you off air before we started the interview, I could just tell you have a passion for kids. Has that always been there? It always has, actually. I don't know. Maybe it was because I was an only child. Maybe well. I had siblings. Maybe I, that wouldn't be so. But yes, I've always loved children and the care of children. And, and you know, different doors have opened along the way in my career that has allowed me many opportunities to do different things. Um, I've certainly been a bedside nurse. I've, I've done, done some transport, flew in the helicopter for a little while, um, and then went on to be a nurse practitioner and provided direct care at the bedside for patients. And Went into administration a little haphazardly, but I guess that was the path I was supposed to go down, but I just didn't have that on my plan, but apparently it was on my plan. But now I have the opportunity to do so many things for so many more patients, and that's just truly a gift. Yeah, and talking about that gift, um, wow, what a gift to the community. The new birth center. Take us through the front door and take us up the elevator and what we can expect. Oh, it is my pleasure. I'm telling you that we spent months designing this. We looked at other facilities. We also talked with families. Um, We had a core group of providers that had dedicated their careers to that. So this patient experience, they will drive up to a valet park area where at that time we will have an attendant, a patient care attendant, take the keys and valet park their car. They will go through past uh, security who will actually print an ID for them. And this is 24-7, so there's no restriction of hours. This is available. And once that happens, they go through a a door that only has access once you're registered um, to two dedicated elevators, which will take the mom 
and their support person up to the labor and delivery floor, which is located on the 11th floor of the children's hospital. Um, and at that point, the elevator, it takes about 12 seconds to get up. Yes, I've timed it. Um, so you can imagine. That's important. It is important <laughs> because you're very anxious, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and your support person is very anxious yeah. at this point because you made it to the hospital safely. Mm-hmm. But you really want to get to where somebody is saying, I've got this. So you arrive directly into the lobby where you check in um, and so it's expedited and then your family and your loved ones can join you through the regular elevators but this is really specially for patients to get them directly up so the elevator stops on the main level of the hospital it actually stops on one which is our operating room and that was for some safety reasons and equipment and it only stops on 11. And only you can only access it with someone who can access it. So no one could go up and press it and just get up on that elevator. So once you come into that, you know, there's on the 11th floor, there are several areas of it's almost like a little mini hospital, if you will. So our OB triage, I ask people to think about that as like an OB emergency room. So patients who are pregnant, who are greater than 12 weeks, would actually present there because you would call their obstetrician and say, you know, I fell you know, blah, 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 you would give them kind of the history of what had happened. They would just come to triage and we'll check you out. So you would arrive there, be placed on a monitor, checked out. And we have nine triage bays. So the point is to be able to handle everybody that comes in at that point. So in addition to that, we have 17 labor rooms and four of those are alternative rooms. We know that some people now are choosing a little less medical management and they want some alternatives these rooms are designed and they're absolutely beautiful queen size beds uh it looks very much like a a hotel there's there's no other words for it so um, all of the medical gases and equipment are hid behind artwork within the room so it it really looks like you have checked into a hotel these rooms our midwives can provide delivery services in these rooms um and they have lots of um they have a, a 500 gallon tub for hydrotherapy during labor for relaxation they have lots of things that people have asked for in terms of a more natural childbirth Um, our other rooms are just regular um, labor and delivery rooms however they have a unique design unlike any other in the region who was designed by dr brian brobst who's one of our physicians Um, he really wanted to have a, a separate entrance for the families and a separate entrance for the staff So as you approach as a family member, you have your own entrance where you can come and go freely that actually allows you an entrance and exit without going, you know, around the patient or around the staff. So you feel like you have your own space, which you have a sofa, which converts into a sleep area if you need it. You have your own TV in that area, and you also have a recliner. And that is divided patient and family space so that you feel like you're definitely a part of this experience you're just not the extra person in the room and then there are double doors where the staff enter and exit to provide care to the mom and then the family doesn't feel like they're you know in the way and they can come and go as they please out that family entrance so it's really like a front porch if you will when you arrive and you can actually see you have a place to put your belongings like in a hotel and all of them have private um, restrooms of course and it is just the rooms are are large. I've seen many L and D rooms, but they are very large, and I think people feel comfortable because sometimes there are a lot of people in there, a lot of people at, at during that experience, and so you want to have room for that. 
So, and the last thing would be our procedure areas where moms would go for C-sections um, or other procedures they might need in terms of, you know, post-delivery, something they had a complication, they could also just stay right there on that floor to do that as well. So we have four of those. So, and they are pretty much for repeat C-sections where moms have had a C-section before and they need to go back, you know, this is their second or third baby and that they're going to have a C-section this time. Or something during the labor perhaps changes and now they need to go for a C-section, something with mom or baby. So we have it all right there on one level. And even better, it is contiguous to our new NICU. So we have a 51 private room NICU and two of those rooms are dedicated to twins. So the, the expert staff who would respond to any needs for the delivery of the baby are just steps away. And that is, that's just very comforting to have all levels. So you could have a midwife delivery. You could have be delivered by an obstetrician, a high-risk maternal fetal medicine. And then you have access to all the pediatric specialties, and it's all right there. So you have that array and that safety net should anything become more complex than you might have anticipated. And again, uh, summing that up, it's it's at Brenner Children's Hospital. It is. All housed right there together. Mm-hmm. So if, uh, you know, heaven forbid, if something is expected or unexpected, you guys can have it covered pretty quickly. Absolutely. And we yeah. we have all the services that either mom or baby would need right there under one roof. So there wouldn't be any need to separate mom and baby or the families, which is very stressful. Anytime your baby has a complication you didn't anticipate, you don't want your baby to be very far away. So these moms are able to get up and get in a wheelchair and come to see their baby if their baby has to go for you know, special care in the NICU, so they don't have to say goodbye to them and put them in an ambulance. Wow. We're finding out more about the new birth center at Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center. And also, uh, we'll be kind of learning more. It's kind of part of this, uh, the Mother's Nursing Nook. Uh, Dr. Elisa Starbuck with uh, Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center, uh, taking us through the tour virtually, so to speak. Uh, lots of information. Uh, there's visuals on our website, wbfj.fm. I noticed you mentioned security a couple of times, yeah. and I think that's kind of top of mind for all of us. Even, what, 20-some years ago, from my experience, my wife said, follow that baby wherever it goes, <laughs> and I did. I was a very obedient husband, mm-hmm. uh, but there's even more security in place to make uh, families feel safe. Absolutely, and, you know, mothers just don't want to be separated. They don't want their mm-hmm. eyes off that newborn, so we have lots of things. I mentioned security at the door, you know, downstairs 24-7. We also have all of the units are locked. And what that means is it requires badge access from people who should be entering and exiting those units. Um, When the babies are born, we also have tags put on the babies. It looks like a little armband. Um, There's different brands. We happen to use hugs, but there's different brands. And those will actually alarm if that baby leaves the perimeter of that unit. And it's, it's actually pretty impressive because it is wired into all the units, the, the neonatal ICU, the labor and delivery floor, as well as the postpartum floor. So if an alarm goes off, all of the staff hear that. And until someone secures and identifies where that went off, nobody clears that. So I think that's really important. That's, of course, standard of care now, but it's also comforting to know you've got another, you know, kind of layer there, especially for the babies. And that's, that's usually a big concern. But again, no one can come just freely walking in and out of those units unless you have a need to be there. Kind of back in the day, you could just kind of stroll and, <laughs> oh, there's all the newborn babies. And 
Not as much of that anymore. No, our babies. For good reason. Yeah, and our babies stay with their moms. You know, they're better to be mm-hmm. with their moms and begin that bonding process that that creates a, a better, you know, relationship and a long-term success at home if they do that early. So as long as the babies are well, they stay in the rooms with the moms, um, which is, we, we know by research that that is really the best place for them unless they need additional care. Sounds like you guys have done a lot of market research, asked a lot of questions like, okay, if you were going to have a baby or you didn't have a baby, wherever it would have been, what could have made it better? Did you guys look at a lot of that information? We or did. Take personal information. Yes, too? we yeah. did. We looked at a lot of that from our families. Mm-hmm. And we also had lots of experience among our faculty who were recruited from all over the country who had worked in many centers. Uh, and we also pretty much were a senior team of designers, for lack of a better way to say it. So <laughs> we knew some of the things that, that might improve the, the processes we had experienced over the years, too. Good stuff. And as part of the birth center, Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center, that would be the Mother's Nursing Nook. Uh, kind of take us around that and who's it available for and how can people get involved? Yeah, we're very proud of that. So the, ner- the, the, the Nook is really the place for families to access as an outpatient. So moms, believe it or not, if they have a normal delivery, go home at 24 hours. And if they have a C-section, they go home at about 48 hours. All of these are without complications. So you can imagine mom's trying to recover and she's trying to breastfeed. And often she's gotten lots of information while she has been hospitalized. And it's just been overwhelming. So they, when they're home, they may have problems with breastfeeding. And this is an opportunity to come back as an outpatient, bring their baby, and have a consult with a lactation consultant to help them with that. And, and the Nook has also all the supplies and everything they would need to be successful with breastfeeding. And we know that that's really the preferred method of, of feeding, you know, if, if you can do that, because the American College of Surgeons, I mean, the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology and the American Academy of Pediatrics really emphasize that breastfeeding leads to better success and better outcomes as an adult. Actually, what we do as infants really affects us as adults. People really didn't think about that a long time ago. So, And with that, uh, is this available to the community? Anybody? Anybody can make an outpatient appointment. Mm-hmm. And they are the lactation consultants. I think an important thing to know is the lactation consultants who staff the outpatient area are also in the inpatient. So mom may have had an opportunity to see that same staff member when they were hospitalized. So they understand what's happened, you know, at delivery, post-delivery for inpatients, and then can carry that knowledge when they return. Mm. Learning more about Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center, some new offerings available to our community, the birth center and the new mother's nursing nook. Again, all the information you need to know online, wbfj.fm, making it easy for you. Um, having gone through this, of course, not trivializing this at all, because uh, <laughs> I've seen firsthand the labor of labor, labor and delivery. I mean, there's some labor involved, uh, you know, but things have gotten much easier. Modern medicine has tried to improve and help uh, with some of that. Uh, what are some new innovations, something you guys maybe have embraced along with the birth center that's uh, maybe revolutionary or uh, I guess on the forefront of how we think of labor and delivery? Well, I think embracing that there are many ways that are absolutely okay to, to deliver, to deliver your baby and embracing that they can all be under one roof. We don't have to segregate that and allowing the mom and the family to be able to have that choice, I think, is what we've embraced. And that's not often the case in one facility. You may have a facility that embraces 
perhaps more a natural experience or a more medical experience, but to just say, look, we're willing to open this up to the choices that people would like to make. And I think that in itself is innovative because there's not many places that are willing to do that. I think one thing that is very unique to us is our um, that we have really embraced midwives as part of our model. Uh, so we have midwives on staff 24-7 who are partnering with our, our providers. So um, we know that a lot of patients prefer to be delivered by midwife, and a lot of babies are delivered across the country by midwives. But that partnership even strengthens it more that that midwife has partnered with a provider. So if there's any kind of questions, they're right there by their side. And I think that's unique as well. And talking about many different options, many different ways. Speaking of an option that uh, I know my family, we've had to make that trip to Brenner Children's Hospital. And, buddy, that is a crazy time. But once we got there, I mean, literally very professional, very warm. And, you know, uh, guys and gals did their thing at Brenner. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about Brenner Children's Hospital. It's it's something we think of as like it's been around forever almost, but <laughs> maybe not as long as we've thought. Yeah, it, well, it has been around for about 30 years, but it's certainly expanded over mm-hmm. that period of time. Uh, I think one of the, the beauties is that we do have a children's hospital in the community. And if you don't need it, that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. But when you do, it's really good to have a, a facility that focuses solely on children. And we have had a pediatric emergency department uh, for several years. And I think that's often the entry point for many families. They have either an accident on an athletic event or perhaps, you know, somebody jumps off the bunk bed at home or whatever. And you, you end up in the emergency department. So having that that just focuses on children. And we see about 34,000 children in our emergency department every year just in the pediatric component. So... From that first experience at the PZD, you'll be valet parked down there. You're, you're well taken care of. And then you, you, in, you may enter that way. You may be referred from another facility. But we are a hospital within a hospital. That's the way we describe ourselves. And we have over 145 beds. You know, with the expansion, we're, we're getting on up there now. We probably have about 170 with our expansion. So each floor in each um, area is actually catered to in terms of age and disease processes. So when you are admitted there, you're actually on an area where you should be in terms of your child's development, in terms of the knowledge of that staff, um, and our pediatric operating room. I mean, that's, that's very rare. So there's a playroom in the pediatric OR. Children don't really care that they're going to the OR usually, you know, but they'd rather be distracted by that. So... We have a dedicated peds OR, our child life specialist, who try to make that transition as easy as it can be in the hospital because children will carry these memories throughout their life, and that may negatively impact or positively impact how they view health care in the future. Um, so it is our goal to make that the best experience possible, and we partner with the families. You know, we you hear a lot about family-centered care. You know, that began in pediatrics as far as I'm concerned. We never thought just about the patient as the patient and the family, always. And I think we embrace that from the emergency department all the way through to our clinics and outpatient areas as well as within the walls of the children's hospital. Hmm. I have to ask, because we've talked about uh, there's a lot of new, which is really neat and, and innovative with uh, Wake Forest Baptist Medical Center, with the birth center and the mother's nursing nook. In your spare time, in your free time, you laugh. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking... When do you sleep? Is it a lot to, to oversee? 
where do you find yourself gravitating toward? Like what area? Yeah, you know, well, I started in the NICU, but I will say that, you know, over the course of the last 10 years, I have really been purposeful to expand beyond that. I don't know that I gravitate toward any one place. I really don't um, because there is so many unique opportunities in each one of these areas from the ICU to the emergency department to the general pediatrics. Um, matter of fact, a personal experience, my three-year-old grandson was on one of the inpatient units last week, came in through the pediatric mm-hmm. emergency department, went to the operating room and ended up on one of the, the general units. And you know that people do great work every day. You see it as you, as you round as an administrator. But the, the compassion and the humanism that was um, conveyed, and you could just see it. It wasn't just with my child. You could see it. Just You could feel it throughout. The staff who work there are so committed. It's just a pleasure just to round and talk with the people who, who do the real work every day. For me, it is a choice for women in the community. And it is innovative, state-of-the-art, from a facility, from a provider, and all the staff that we've hired to work in this area. So I think choice, innovative, state-of-the-art, more than one word, I guess. And that wraps it up. That's good. No, I, I, you can you can add in other words, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't like to limit one word because it's kind of hard. I'm thinking, how would I even describe it that way? How about the Mother's Nursing Nook? Uh, a couple of description words for that center. Um. A, a total gift hmm. to encourage moms to continue to breastfeed when it gets really hard. And that is really critical for the nutrition of babies. And oftentimes people fail. So I think that is truly a gift and a resource for people that didn't exist before. So if we have expected families, maybe looking for options mm-hmm. uh, for places to have a baby, or uh, if people just want to learn more about uh, the birth center and the nursing nook, uh, can people come by or stop by or take tours? Do you uh, provide that? Our tours right now are limited to patients who are expecting babies because we have a full occupancy <laughs> of, of patients now. So we try to res- respect privacy and, and limit that. But we do have tours for people who are interested uh, in delivering there. And they can schedule those online. There's an actual ability to do that as well as our prenatal classes you can also go to the website to learn a lot more about, you know, the birthing center itself. So those are two options for people. And the virtual tour. Special thanks to Dr. Elisa Starbuck, president of Brenner Children's Hospital and VP of Women's and Children's Health Services at Wake Forest Baptist Health for coming in, making a house call, so to speak, talking about the new birth center and the new mother's nursing nook, all part of the birth center at Wake Forest Baptist Health. You can find out more about these offerings on our website, wbfj.fm. Look for the link to Sunday at 5.